I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today, we watched a Silly Symphony short called King Neptune. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do a brief spoiler-free plot synopsis. It doesn't need to spoiler-free. No one cares about that with these shorts right now. Anyways, um, this is about uh, King Neptune in the sea having a, a jolly old time with his fish friends and his mermaid friends. And then some mean pirates come and start trying to be rude to the mermaids. And so all of the sea critters are attacking the pirates. And King Neptune, he gets tangled up in in the anchor, uh, anchor for a while. But he eventually breaks free and he's uh, squashing those pirates too. And everyone lives happily ever after, except for the pirates who are probably all dead. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, no survivors. I don't think so. <laughs> Um, what did we think of this short? There might be one survivor. It was disturbing on so many levels. <laughs> so many levels. And I was not a fan at all. In yeah, I wasn't ex- expecting this. Do you know which number colored short this was? The second. So this is the second one. This is, while Flowers and Trees that we watched was originally intended as a black and white cartoon, this was meant to be in color from the start. Okay. Yeah, I, it was a choice. <laughs> it was like horrible content. I'm sorry. I was like... <laughs> okay, blah, well, let's disturbing. get specific then. Let's talk about the story and characters, because I feel like the that maybe is where is where we have the most upset. Jeez. Would you like to elaborate on your feelings, Mom? Oh my gosh. I wasn't a fan of King Neptune. He just... I don't know. Neptune, the depiction of him just being some jolly oaf kind of yo-yo head i didn't like really how he well i didn't like his interaction with the mermaids i mean that was disturbing the how so well i I, I, I just want you to they were like pulling on his beard and doing all that and he was kind of grabbing at them i don't know it just i don't know it seemed belittling somewhat him towards them and then them toward it was just a weird dynamic i'm not sure exactly maybe like his grabbing at him i don't know it just it bothered me the interaction and then the pirates oh my gosh they were just you know of course depicted all red noses and you know like so they're all drunk and and whatever and then they see some mermaids which are all topless and then like oh let's go you know nab us some women and then and then them you know uh, lassoing that one and dragging her. Oh, that was disturbing. The whole them grabbing at her and all of that. And then eventually throwing her in a chest. But it was just, it was just very, because it was, it was very, it was too closely, um, shot and with them surrounding her and grabbing as like some Westerns where women really are ravaged and things. It was too close to the mark. It was very disturbing in that sense. And then the, well, then it was kind of interesting because, I mean, once Neptune was finally able to untangle himself from the anchor, then, I mean, he just straight up, you know, like killed them. You know? Um, but then even, sorry, the 
stereotypical then once the no one seemed to you know pay attention because i guess they knew they were going to drag the ship to the bottom but the mermaid did come out of the chest but she was then all in all kinds of jewelry so because she was locked in a treasure chest she was locked in a treasure chest so yeah so instead of being panicked or whatever i guess she just was putting on i mean so to me it's kind of like okay you're that's going to be the first thing you're going to do and you're going to come out and all that and then, Might be thinking a little too hard about that particular part, but well, okay. Well, but, but yeah, but then immediately the others then, oh, we want some jewelry too. So in that sense, it's kind of like, oh, that's all women like is jewelry and, and looking pretty. And you know what I mean? I, I don't mean, know. I would have gone and grabbed the, the treasure too. So I can't judge that much. No, I I, it's not the treasure. Like, oh, it was are you just, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was fine. She got, she has, she has some gold and stuff. And the bad guys are dead. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, I mean, like, you just start hearing fish on the boat, and you're like, oh, my friends got me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're just waiting in the boat trying on rings. Yeah, yeah. Putting on a crown. Like, the girls are going to love this when I get back. Oh, yeah. And the girls did love they it. Did, they, they did love it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well, I like how y'all like that, because y'all yeah, <laughs> like, I like that. I like that. I like that take on it. <laughs> I did really like all the sea animals, and I did really like the seahorses. They had legs, so they would be galloping as they were going along. They had the little front little legs, and even, I don't know if y'all noticed, but the ones pulling the coach or something had little shoes on. I didn't <laughs> yeah, see they that. had shoes. They had That's shoes. silly. So I liked that the most. I liked all the creativity with the sea animals and yeah. the octopuses and all the stuff they did. It made me think of one of the, uh, was it the Chinese movies? Yeah, there was one with like an underground. Underwater. Not underground. I think that was Nessa. And yeah, an underwater uh, monarchy or whatever, or like kingdom with fun sea creatures. And I, it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. I like how the, even the octopus, I mean, the, the octopus did so many things, being a helicopter, being a, you know, all kinds of things. But when they were initially, and he was playing, one of them was, was a band, it was in a oh. band. And then, then not only did it look like he was carrying stuff, but then part of his, one of his own tentacles was the instrument. And it's, yeah, it's how flutes work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's not how flutes work. <laughs> Guys, it's a cartoon. And then he had like 10 legs. So yeah, it might have been a squid. Who can ah. say? I doubt that they paid that much attention to that. Yeah, yeah, it was not eight. It was more than that. <laughs> oh wow, you have a lot of feelings about this. I can tell. Yeah, but uh. yeah, those are the main thing. I mean, well, there was so much of it that disturbed me, but the the sea creatures are the is what I enjoyed the most. Yeah, I think the the part where she was like fending off all the pirates that was. That was a lot. I a guess. little too visceral. Yeah, really visceral. Like she, like she was getting her hair pulled. It wasn't pleasant. Because it made me think a little bit of of like Popeye, but I think the difference is just that it's always so cartoony when um, olive oil is is taken, and she's always like like fighting back and stuff like that, and like she's just these like this noodle armed kind yeah. of creature to begin with um whereas this is a like more realistically drawn woman who's like helpless and powerless in this situation and just like flailing as much as she can and it just feels bad yeah yeah what did you guys think of the animation and the color and stuff the color looked good i thought the designs of the mermaids were a little weird like their eyes yeah the faces were a little odd yeah they didn't have iris's pupils the eyes were just a color but but yeah i th- I think it's just the transitioning to color 
if you're giving their eyes a color, you I think you probably really need like the iris pupil. Yeah. Like a design more realistic eyes because the the colors, the like the fish part look pretty realistic. I think yeah, I think it's like most of their design is fairly realistic but then the faces just super aren't yeah it's kind of off-putting yeah i think that that must be kind of a like i said part of the transition to using color um they'll probably kind of learn learn what works because i don't think their faces really worked i don't think so yeah at first i thought it was just because they were so small and king neptune was so big but then whenever they were interacting with the pirates they were still like that and it it didn't look good yeah because the pirates eyes weren't like that no i don't think so uh most of them a lot of times like their eyes were kind of closed or something but when i noticed opened eyes they were different the actual animation for me was was not i mean was was okay was fine it, it was for the most part the design the way it was drawn was okay what i didn't like is there was a lot of repetition just in this short um where Actions that King Neptune interactions between he and the mermaids. There was a lot of repetition. There was repetition in what the pirates were doing. There was there was just like a lot of repetition that would come right after the other, you know, of actions that they would just repeat. And you you also mentioned not really liking the design of King Neptune. Yes. And I have maybe bad news for you in that Disney would use the same basic design again for Santa in another 1932 Silly Symphony called Santa's Workshop. Again in the 1933 Silly Symphony, The Night Before Christmas, and for Father Noah in Father Noah's Ark from 1933. Oh, so. wow. Well, <laughs> again, he looked more like Santa Claus than Neptune. Yeah, because, I think he yeah. might fit those uh, Santa and and. Noah might be Santa definitely and yeah. maybe Noah might fit he, that design might fit a bit better because here's the thing I mean Neptune is supposed to be king of the sea so I expect someone to be to be not only powerful looking um and the way they have him depicted and especially dressed and all he was large he was overweight but he didn't particularly seem you know, strong, especially it them having him flail so long until he got out of the anchor and the chains that were around it. You know, I'm used to having, you know, the overdrawn, you know, just lots of muscles and the big, you know, whatever. I don't know. You're expecting Ariel's dad, yes. not yes. Santa yes. Claus. Yes, yes, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but, but at least someone powerful looking and intelligent acting. Because, again, this is supposed to be the king of the entire sea. He's just having a jolly time down there. <laughs> yeah. The, it seems like the fish are, are really coordinated, or the sea creatures. Yeah, they have, have it together. They have to do a lot. Yeah. Maybe so. I also have some more bad news for you. Disney would use literally this character of King Neptune again in the 1936 Mickey Mouse short Through the Mirror, which we will definitely be watching, mm. uh, as well as in The Cold-Blooded Penguin, a segment in the 1945 film The Three Caballeros. I think both I of those. I think that. both of those are like pretty small cameos, but but you will see him again. <laughs> I don't Goodness. remember that, but that's cool to know that the three caballeros was a reference, a callback to this. I actually remember the the moment and through and the Mickey Mouse short. There's. Mickey like goes through the mirror or whatever, and there's a there's a a globe I think, and at some point he like King Neptune like pops out of the sea on the globe or something. Mm. Um, I don't remember for what purpose, but I just remember that that's where that is. 
Okay. Also, interestingly, some elements of this short, particularly Neptune's attack on the pirates at the end, later served as reference for the final battle in the 1989 film The Little Mermaid. Um, Ooh, okay. So yeah, some of the stuff with him being big in the ocean, uh, I def- I like opened up Little Mermaid and was like, you know, I can see some of that with Ursula and her being big in the ocean. Like, or if yeah. she had jumped on the ship and taken it down, that would have been good. <laughs> right? <laughs> that wouldn't have been good. No, instead she just got speared by it. But anyways. <laughs> um, see the fish in this one, they cut off those masts early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they cut off the main mast, huh? But it was the front of the ship in Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah, that speared her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tricky. also her doing, her, her, her doing, making the sea and churning. Yeah, exactly. With the trident. Yeah, yeah exactly. Can, you see, yeah, yeah they, they used this short sum as reference for that stuff. So, okay. very cool. interesting. Cool. Uh, they did. It looked a lot nicer, but also they had like, what, like 50 years or something uh, improvement in animation. So... What is it? This is 1932 to 1989. I can't do that math easily, but (laughs) this is a significant amount of time. Yeah. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? So not not necessarily great. So again, there's an extent to which the men harassing women with a vague like it's probably sexual in nature kind of thing is like a recurring thing throughout early cartoons be it mickey battling pete who's who's trying to get Minnie, or popeye battling bluto who's trying to get olive oil like it it is a thing um but i think a lot of times those other ones succeed a little more than this by like being more actively cartoony whereas this just felt bad <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, I just it was it was uncomfortable, uh the the men trying to get the mermaids in here. There's also, you know, a pretty big extent to which the pirates are awful stereotypes because they're all brown men trying to just assault these women, and that's uncomfortable, except for the one white guy <laughs> who you see very briefly once and who's a gay stereotype. So yeah. he just pops up one time to like act like a stereotypical like gay stereotype of the time and then get like hit with something for physical comedy of bashing the gays um and then he doesn't appear again so and then all the other guys are are, like brown guys that are just like instantly like yeah let's get these ladies so there's a lot of uncomfortable levels of this (laughs) well not only that but they also clearly showed and insinuated that all these men were drunk, which is a recipe for disaster, especially when you're talking about whether it would be to get in a fight or anything. But yeah, especially yeah. then to go grab women. Yeah, when we when we first see them, yeah, they're like clearly drinking and stuff. And they so, all yeah. have red noses and they're, you know, drinking and falling over. So, yeah, it's very clear that they're supposed to be, you know, totally smashed, drunk. But yeah, and then and then them trying to grab all the women. Oh, it's just and then that scene with her just really really disturbing. 
And then it, it was interesting because, of course, they played with numbers. They do that anyway. You know, they would just show a certain amount of people, but then it would insinuate that there was a whole lot more because they would miniature them, make them look like ants, yeah. you know, from a distance. It reminded me of a later Mickey Mouse short where he's, like, uh, dealing with the Lilliputians or whatever. Mm. And so there's shots of, like, a giant Mickey and there's, like, a boat and then you see all the little tiny people running on it and like the way that they were doing the tiny people reminded me of that Uh, and that's going to be a much better short when we get to it um but yeah it's it's i mean i think it's i think drawing them little tiny like that is is pretty effective just in like this idea of a lot of people without having to draw the details so clearly yeah so, but yeah, so times they they weren't consistent with how many people were supposed to be on this boat because at sometimes it it you know seemed like just you know a dozen or or two, and then other times it looked a whole lot like a whole lot more. But yeah, yeah. it yeah it varied. But I did like them, and then of course when Neptune was grabbing the boat and things like that, then they had lots of these little ant people falling off the <laughs> yeah. boat and so forth. Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. I think we can all agree that our least favorite moment was the the pirates harassing the one particular mermaid yes. and her trying to scramble away. Yeah. Just uncomfortable. No yes. one liked that. Mm-mm. What was your favorite moment? I think it was kind of a series of small moments for me. Basically, anytime the octopus was doing stuff, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed his things. Yeah. I think probably my favorite moment is when he tentacles the one pirate away and then takes his boots and hat and then like takes part of the ship and you to use his like uh, clubs or whatever to go attack. And I'm like, you know, good for you, man. <laughs> And when he was being a helicopter and when he was just... It's hard to say if it's one. I think it's probably multiple octopuses, but they're always good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'll agree with like the the boots one where he gets the clothes. That's funny. Who was your least favorite character? (laughs) Uh, The characters I'm going to say is King Neptune, the uh, sea critters, the mermaids, and the pirates. So three of the quote characters are just groups. (laughs) guess the pirates then for me okay yeah um, the, pi- the pirates yeah, yeah pirates they're they're gross and nasty and also like bad stereotypes all it's just bad all around who's your favorite character the animals yeah the sea animals, yeah, the sea animals. definitely yes. they were they were just pretty consistently the most fun parts of the short some of the little gags with them attacking and stuff like that agreed yes, yes. let's go on to our overall consensus and rating i don't know if any of us really recommend this no, I, oh, look, I think you can definitely do worse. This isn't like completely unentertaining, but no, it has not the problem. It has issues. Um, just very disturbing as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it just, yeah, very uncomfortable, disturbing almost the entire way through, except when the little, again, the sea creatures were doing things that I, I enjoyed. I could have watched that the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The The beginning was not that engaging with like King Neptune's song and the mermaids interacting with each other king neptune like beating up the boat or whatever that was pretty cool i liked the combo of the environment and you know how he was interacting with the the boat and all of that yeah like there's some clearly cool things there that the animators of little mermaid took inspiration from and made even cooler like you could see why they would be inspired by that yeah Mm -hmm. but but even without the questionable parts, like as a whole, it wasn't a strong short. So for rating, 
I mean, it is a color one, but I'm, there's going to be a bunch of color ones. So oh, yeah. it, it, eventually, that's the standard. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I should get like a, a bump for that. There's still plenty of classic black and white ones that we have left to watch, though. Yeah, I guess I'll give it a, a one point five and not really recommend it. You can just watch The Little Mermaid, and that that's <laughs> fine too. That's a good movie. Um, I was actually going to go 0.75 because I just was really if disturbed you by go this. That, yeah. But I'm going to go one just because the sea creatures pull it up to me. The sea creatures sure. were the little heroes. And again, especially the octopus or, you know, or, um, yeah, wh- whatever they were. What, what are the two things? Like a squid, sea, sure, octopus, yeah. whatever. But, but yeah, the sea creatures were cute. So I'm going to go with a one and... Uh, I'm not going to recommend it. I mean, you with I'd have to have so many caveats. I definitely not something I think you should have your children see. And <laughs> and yeah, just disturbing. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, but I also think I am. I think I've seen so many things like this in terms of how it treats women that I'm kind of numb to it a little bit. So it doesn't bother me as much as mom. Uh, I'll give it a one point five. It's it's. It's just, it's it's fine. I don't really recommend it. There are much better things. Um, I think the most interesting thing about it is just that it influenced a cool scene in Little Mermaid, so. Hmm, yeah, that's exciting. And that King Neptune and his design appear a few more times in other things, which is interesting. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank, Thank you. you. Next time, we will be watching another Betty Boop short. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it has. Yeah. Okay. Until next time. Bye. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. I thought that the blah, blah, blah.